growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. So today we are talking about expectations for your beauty business. And I have a great quote to share with you, and it is unspoken expectations are predetermined resentments. Unspoken expectations are predetermined resentment. So I want us to talk about how to move our business forward with the right expectations, right? Because so much is changing. And so, like I said, today we're, we've had a lot of changes happening. I'm in California. California was one of the first to start the quarantine and we will probably be one of the last to come out of the quarantine. Who knows? I don't think that we are like out of the woods yet, so to speak, but I don't think that it's like the end of the world. Like I was thinking it might be. Yes, I realize that that's a little extreme, but I was feeling super panicked, if I'm going to be honest. So, and we're all starting to feel like that quarantine fatigue. At the beginning, I was like, yeah, I'll take it easy. Then the effects are starting to wear on everyone. So we're all starting to feel it now. And every state is different, right? In terms of the US, if you're in a different country, you're probably like, what the heck? But here, you know, there are some states and some areas of the United States that are opening up. So I think Georgia's one of the ones that comes to mind, possibly Oklahoma. I know, like I said before, California will probably be one of the, the last ones. And we just heard the news that we might have summer school. So we might kind of move to that year-round school system for just this the rest of this year. I don't know. There's so much happening. But whether you're planning on, you know, throwing open your doors and welcoming your client, or you're kind of going to cautiously, you know, wait it out a little bit longer, we need to talk about communication and how we plan to communicate with our clients and overall just expectations for ourselves, right? See, so here's the thing that, you know, if your state is opening up and you decide that you're not going to open up. You have to be prepared to manage the client's expectations because, you know, some of these women have been waiting to have their beauty services. So some of these clients, you know, this is one of the things that I always say in business, you can't make everyone happy. And being beauty service providers, we like to make people happy, right? We like to make women feel good. Like that's the great perks of our business. So, and and also just knowing that when you're, I think just sometimes even having like a deadline, like the uncertainty was really getting to a lot of people. So knowing that, okay, this is when we're going to start and then you can start scheduling clients. Now we do know that life is full of uncertainty and things could change. And like they said, there might be another wave of this. And so we might have to reschedule those clients, but having an email 
In fact, I just got an email from a dermatologist office that I follow. And he said, thank you for your patience. We are not going to be reopening right now. And we know that, you know, we've had to reschedule some people sometimes twice, but this is our position on it. Okay. This is our feeling. So what I was saying before I started with the quote that unspoken expectations are predetermined resentments. And like I just said a minute ago, you can't make everyone happy, but just kind of letting people know, communicating with your client, whether you are planning on opening or not, and your reason why. Now, technically, I know you're thinking like, I don't have to give them a reason why. But let me just say that, of course, you know, sales and communication are super important for any business, but the client's expectations, a lot of times just giving them a reason will actually make them feel better. There was a study that was done, and this was by Dr. Harvard grad, Ellen Langer. And and this was a study in 1978, and she studied the power of the word because and giving people a reason. And what they did is they had people request to cut in line, right? Like jump in front of somebody in line. And at the time, they were jumping in front of somebody in line to make Xerox copies. This is back then. So they were making copies when people didn't have their own printers in the 70s. And they were cutting in line. So people were waiting and they were cutting in line. And when they said, excuse me, I have five pages of, to make Xerox copies. May I use the copy machine? Then some people would let them in. So like 40% would let them cut. Okay. Then when they said, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because now listen, because I'm in a hurry. Okay. Here's what's interesting to know. Just the reason of because 93% complied would let those people cut because they said I'm in a hurry. But here's what's even more important. When they said, may I use the Xerox machine to make five copies because I have to make copies, which by the way, is not really a reason at all because they're all in line to make copies. There was also about a 93% compliance. Meaning just the word because when people feel like there's a reason, whether the reason makes sense or not, people were then letting them cut in front of them. So what I'm saying is when you are deciding to open your doors or not open your doors, just kind of telling the clients your plans and the reasons why will make them feel more at ease. Whether they agree with you or not, it's a psychological thing. Okay, now they also did this study in a couple other ways of doing things and then using the word because the idea was giving people a reason why, and then they felt more justified in letting that person cut in front of them. Is that crazy or what, right? How are you going to manage your client's expectations and, you know, that communication, having a strategy is important, right? Your clients look for you to be the leader in the, in your beauty area. And they want to know, can it open or not? And, you know, your reasons, and it doesn't matter necessarily, you know, who's to say if they're good or not good, you know, they're your reasons, right? So now the next thing is to manage your business 
I want you to know we need to talk about expectations of your own. And there's this expectations of your own business. So there's been this widespread of panic. And of course, it's a global pandemic that we've never seen before. So that's completely normal. And remember, I've been talking about like this spectrum of how people feel in terms of how panicked they feel and how their thoughts and acceptance and how they're processing this. But some people have the expectation that their business will not survive. Now, I don't need to go into the studies. I'm sure you guys know that when you don't believe in your rate of survival, then your rate of survival actually decreases, right? So there've been lots of studies like that. You have to, just like we talked about how athletes visualize themselves making the basket or scoring the touchdown or whatever it might be. And Olympic athletes envision themselves or visualize themselves actually doing the thing and winning, right? So you have to also do that as silly as it seems with your business. Now, just to let you know, some businesses, as we talked about before, are still actually not only booming, but they've had an increase. So For example, disposable gloves, which we can imagine like disposable gloves and masks have had a 670% increase, right? Weight training has had an increase in terms of people buying more weight training, I guess, you know, to get in shape at home. Toilet paper, we know had a huge 190% increase. Hair coloring, like boxed dye at home had 115% increase. So those are some things that we could expect. But also, as I mentioned, bread machines had a 652% increase. Fruit cups, like the little fruit cups for your kids had a 326% increase. Now, I'm telling you this because we cannot always predict consumer behavior. Right. So when you say, I don't think anybody is going to be buying, you know, beauty services right now right? Or they're going to be spending their money on other things. I don't think that the fruit cup makers would have thought that they were going to have a 320% increase. By the way, ping pong, you know, the little ping pong game has had 89% increase. Now, if you were a ping pong maker, right? If you made like ping pong paddles and stuff like that, you might think, oh, there's no way people are in this pandemic, they're worrying about food and shelter and the basic needs, like our business is done. And yet they've had almost a hundred percent increase. The reason is, the reason I tell you that is because we as humans do not do a good job at predicting the future, right? I grew up in the 80s. And we watched this TV show called The Jetsons. Judy would get into this machine and she would get dressed. It would give her her coffee. It was doing her hair. And then she would come out with like a conveyor belt. And then she'd come out and she'd be ready in like two minutes. I was waiting for that machine. Okay. I was praying for that machine. (laughs) Then there was also like We all thought that we would have like flying cars by now, right? We cannot, humans do not do a good job at predicting the future. And so you might be trying to predict people's behavior, right? And you just can't because we've never been through this before. Now, here's the other thing to think about. You know, there were two other main businesses that took off and those were Airbnb and Uber, Okay, or any type of like ride sharing. Now, 
If you would have told us, now I know we've come a long way. If you would have told us back then when those businesses were starting that it is going to be popular for you to give up your home and let complete strangers come and live in your home for a few days to a week, most people would say that is crazy. Okay. Or if you would have told people that you would go live in a complete stranger's home or even get into a car with a stranger, right? That's what started Airbnb and the Uber, right? Ride sharing. And now that's like, oh, of course, right? So many people do that and it's a great option. Those are thriving businesses. But I want you to see that what they did is they thought outside of the box. So you've spent a lot of time building this business and you don't want to just give it up, right? We need to be creative. And that's one of the things I think that sets entrepreneurs apart from just, you know, employees. We need both. We need leaders and we need followers. But one thing about being a leader, which is you, a beauty entrepreneur, is being a leader means that you do tough things, go and you start your own business knowing that there's risks and you have to be creative. Or I I like to use the word resourceful. So you're starting to think about how you can serve the clients better, right? This is super important. Now, the other thing I want to talk about as we are talking about expectations for our business is that the expectations that we have for ourselves. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but I put some crazy expectations on myself. Like I'm the worst to myself. Like I always say the things I tell myself, I would like, if somebody was telling that to my loved one, I'd be so upset with them. But sometimes my own self-talk is like not so nice, right? That everybody has that inner mean girl and the expectations of everything that I put on myself is crazy. And if you are the same type of person, if you're like me in that, I think that we have to reevaluate some of these expectations and know that, you know, we're not, we can't do it all. And also know that you don't need to do it all, right? Like you don't need to do all of the things, just focus on some of the key things that are going to move your business forward. So what are those things? Well, it's going to be communication, as I mentioned, communication with your clients. It's going to be your marketing. You have to step up your marketing. Your overall awareness is more important than ever before. And, you know, sales is the lifeblood of your business, right? The two things to make your business profitable is to decrease expenses and increase sales, right? Those are the two things that you need to do to make your business successful is decrease expenses and increase sales. And if you're like, I don't really like sales. Well, if you do great marketing, then that kind of does the sales for you. And the marketing is the right awareness. So you again, have to decide how you are going to convey the value of your services to your clients. Okay. How are you going to convey them? And it's not just like constantly throwing up a promotion, like discount, discount. It's really talking about the reasons why you are the solution to their problem, right? The reasons why the deeper reasons, remember that people buy 
based on emotion, and then they justify with logic. So first, we buy based on emotion. So sometimes they might not have it in their budget or bank account, but they want it. And that's the emotional. That's why I always say we connect with the heart first, and then we connect with the brain and the logical reasons. So they'll justify why they need it, why it's actually going to save them money and time and things like that. Okay. So remember, people still have these same problems and you still provide the same solutions. And I was telling my group the other day that I geek out on statistics and things like that, as you can imagine, as you, you know, and I saw the statistic by, there was a guy, um, his name is Bart Miller and he sold beauty cosmetics And he actually reported that there was an increase in beauty cosmetics in World War II. Even though women did not have a lot of money at that time, there was still reported an increase in cosmetics. Okay. So again, we will find things that we want in our, and then justify it. So women will always be into looking and feeling their best. So what are you planning on focusing What are your expectations for your business? And I also want to tell you this other study. This was also done by Elaine Langard. I think um, she's a Harvard PhD. I think if you Google her, E-L-L-E-N, Ellen Langer, L-A-N-G-E-R, and you can see some of her TED Talks and some of her YouTube videos. They are amazing because she talks a lot about the brain and how humans, how we, the brain-body connection, okay? And And you may have heard me talk about her study where she took men that were in their 80s And they took them and put them in a compound and they recreated everything from when they were in their 20s. So decorations, the food, the music, and they had to talk like they were still in their 20s and they actually tricked their brain. They tested them before they came in to this compound and then after several weeks of being there and they found out that they had from thinking a certain way, thinking a youthful thoughts and pretending as if they were young, they actually had improved eyesight. So their vision actually improved, their hearing improved, their blood pressure went down. They were more physically active. Some came in on walkers and then by the end of like three weeks or however long the study was, they were out playing frisbee or football, or they were just doing more things. These were men in their eighties. And by the way, this is a study, uh, was done in the seventies. So this is when 80 was really 80, not like the new six eighty is like the new 60. <laughs> okay. That just shows you the brain body connection. Let me also give you this other thing that they've done a study that if two women went to the gym and if They were at the gym all day. So if one was on, let's just say the elliptical, okay? If she was on the elliptical, like for a long time, but she perceived herself to be talking and not really exercising, like she perceived herself to be kind of like not really doing the stuff, her versus the person who was really not doing a lot, but perceived herself to be doing a lot. Okay. So one was doing the exercise, but 
thought that she wasn't really doing much exercise. The other wasn't doing much exercise, but believed that she was doing much exercise. The results showed that the one that did not do the exercise, okay, maybe a little bit, but not as much, had greater weight loss, had decrease in their body mass index, had a decrease in their hips to waist ratio, and also had a decrease in blood pressure. That is the power of the mind. And the reason I'm telling you that is because going back to my earlier point, even though we took a long road to get there, it's what you believe in your mind. Do you believe that your business will succeed? Right? We talked about this a little bit last week, but really your thoughts and taking then the actions to plan on how you're going to get that awareness and how your business will succeed. So we have to have the right expectations for ourselves. What are you going to do in this time? What do you want to commit to? And you might just say, I commit to being happier today than I was yesterday. And I'm going to take a baby step to move my business forward. You can still be in a little bit of fear and panic. Give yourself like 80% positivity, maybe 20%, a little bit of scared, like that's okay. But remember, you don't need to learn all of the things. Just learn what's going to be relevant for you right now to move your business forward, right? What's a way that you can show up with your marketing a little bit better? Take inventory of what you need in your business, like your supplies. So start getting ready, right? Getting ready to open. Business positioning, which is AKA awareness, right? And then, of course, we want to talk about just, you know, your where you want to be with your business. So you might have had goals or numbers that you set at the beginning of the year. And I hate to like drop goals, but again, remember that quote about expectations, unspoken expectations become future resentments. And so let's just think about we might need to reevaluate our goals where we plan on being, right? What do you want? Let's just say it's December 31st, 2020. We made it. (laughs) Okay. It's December 31st, 2020. What happened? What did you want to happen by that time? Okay. So think about you know, where you want to go basically. And now we're going to work backwards from there. Cause sometimes when we're starting from where we're at, it's like, there's too many things, but if you work backwards from where you want to be, okay. So if this is my financial goal, then how do I break that down? Let's break that down quarterly. Okay. Cause we're already in quarter two, by the way. So let's break that down monthly. What does that mean? How many new clients and how many existing clients do I need? You know, starting, let's say for starting in June or end of May, like, how can I still get to these numbers? Maybe I need to adjust these numbers. Okay. That's okay. Right. People will buy on emotion and not need. It's true. I bought something the other day that I was like, I don't re- I'm going to tell you guys what I bought. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I bought and you're going to be like, what? Okay. I'm going to just say it. This pale girl bought some self tanner. It was on special somehow on Facebook. And you know how Facebook loads like the next video after the video you're watching and up popped. I don't know if it was QVC or HSN. I don't even know which one I ordered from. Next thing you know, it was whatever the today's special value was. And it was some type of self tanner. And I was like, I feel like I need that. (laughs) And I ordered that completely based on want. 
There is no need. There is no need. I'm not, nobody's even seeing me except you. It's just us. It's just us girls here. I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, I know it's ridiculous. So I bought it, but anyways, we all will buy on those things. So All right. So going back to what I was saying before, start with the end of your goal. You're going to work backwards, figure out the baby steps. What can you do this month? What can you do even today to get you closer to that goal and work from there? All right, guys. The other thing I want to tell you is pretty soon I'll be putting up a script on the resources page, which is aprilmeese.com forward slash resources. I'll be putting up a script for if you are not opening right now and you feel like you can't explain that to your clients very well, I'll kind of put something up um, there for you that you might be able to use. So figuring out those goals. So we're talking about just to recap, and then I have one exciting thing to tell you guys about. So just to recap, we're talking about expectations and we started with your client expectations. You have to communicate. Even if you're like, I'm not really sure, communicate that. Say, I'm with you. I'm figuring this out day by day. And just say that, like just sometimes just knowing, right? We feel better just kind of knowing like what's going to happen and and your position. People like to know, like they need to have an idea. So communicate so that your clients can have the right expectations, then have the right expectations for yourself, both realistic and a super stretch goal, right? Have expectations that you can't do it all. So business have the right expectations that things aren't going to go back to normal, right? There's going to be a new normal, right? So if you have the right expectations, then you're not super disappointed, right? But also have expectations that your business will still be successful, right? You have to have the right expectations that your business will still thrive. Just like that, those two women, right? That study of the women working out, those that thought they were doing good things, their brain then told their body, right? That it was working, right? So the brain and our thoughts are super, super powerful, right? I don't know who said the quote, because sometimes it's Henry Ford that's credited with it. And sometimes, it, you know, Winston Churchill is always you know, credited with <laughs> most of the quotes, but it's like, the quote is something like, if you believe you can, or if you believe you can't, either way, you're right, right? If you believe you can, or if you believe you can't, either way, you're right. There've been studies like, if I tell you to close your eyes and then think of everything that is the color brown around you, and then when you open up your eyes, you're gonna start to see brown everywhere, right? It's because what you direct your mind towards becomes your focus. And therefore, your brain starts picking up all of the things that are brown. So I want you, your brain to pick up all the things that are positive and all the things that are joyful, all right? Right expectations. That's what this is about. Okay. So the last thing I want to tell you is if you know that you need to step up your awareness and that you are needing help on social media and knowing what to say, then the good news is you have one week to get into the Beauty Marketing Content Club. So I've left it open for anybody that needs to get in. The Beauty Marketing Content Club is $37, so a little over a dollar a day. You can go month to month, so if you decide you do it for a month and it wasn't for you, no worries, cancel by the end of the month. But what you get is you get pre-written social media captions and they're fill in the blank. They're kind of like Mad Lib style, so you customize it. 
So we give you the prompts on knowing what to say. In fact, one of our students just said in our group the other day, she she was running out of things to say because she normally posts a lot of before and after pictures for her beauty services. And she's like, I don't even know what to say anymore. And I was like, remember you have those captions. And she was like, oh, right. So you get the captions, you get done for you beauty graphics that increase engagement. So you don't have to spend hours on Canva or creating all of these graphics. By the way, just to let you know, it takes me to type out these captions. It takes me hours to do it. So I'm sure your time is worth more than $37 an hour, right? So, and that takes me hours to create it. That's just the captions alone. That's not counting the graphics. There's also trackers in there so you can track your progress on social media. There's testimonial templates. We have trainings and Q&As every month and, and lots of support. There's also branding, a photo shoot guide. There's lots of tools and templates and support in there for you. So it's a low-cost membership to help you increase your engagement. And so we'll be closing the doors. So it's open this week. I'll put the link for you guys. But just so you know, it will be closing in one week. And so you'll be able to jump in and get all your May planned out and do what we call batching your content. So you save so much time. And the last time we opened the Beauty Marketing Content Club was five months ago. So five months ago, it was a long time. So I don't want you to miss, miss out on all the goodies, the support in there. It is a steal. Again, it's a little over a dollar a day if you're wanting some things to help you build up your beauty business. So as you look at your business, you have to think about what is an expense and what is an investment. And marketing is always an investment because it brings money back into your business. Okay. So we have to be smart beauty business owners and think about ways to grow our business without burning ourselves out. Okay. So that's really the reason why I created it because I knew for myself, I was trying to do all the things and it was overwhelming. So we created this and so many of you love it and we get great, great reviews on it, but it's only open for one more week. Okay. So that's all I have for you guys. Guys, I'm so glad. I thank you as always for joining me. I appreciate your, your time. And we always say next to your health and family, your time is your most precious commodity. It's your most precious thing. So I appreciate you spending your time here. Hopefully that was valuable. If you think there's somebody, you know, what we talked about today that could use this information, just use a little dose of positivity, then share it with a friend. I would love that or into a group. That'd be super cool as well. That's it. That's all we have to talk about today. Bye guys. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also, definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.